0: Hi guys, this is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We wanna lift up Jesus and provide a place where you can be taught the truth and encouraged in your relationship with him. If you find this podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. You'll find a few different kinds of material on the podcast. Most episodes will be teachings that have been recorded in many different settings, including discipleship classes, missionary training schools, Bible schools and church conferences. You'll also find episodes where Stephanie and I talk about practical life topics and invite you to listen to our own process and perspectives on how we experience Jesus on a daily basis in every area of our lives. We also have some episodes that include interviews with special guests who will share from their own experiences with the Lord. Altogether, we believe this podcast will be a source of blessing and encouragement and that you will be strengthened in your own relationship with Jesus. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Equippers International Podcast. Glad you're joining us in today's session. We have another guest, Mr. Oliver Sibling sibley 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 spell, yes, it, spell yes, it for yes. me s-i-b-l-e-y s-i-b-l-e-y oliver yip, yip, yip. so we are on location as always i'm always a location guy i don't have a studio anywhere so we're in some weird closet closet some,
1: office the, thing the closet space yeah.
0: at king's camp king's camp mm-hmm. is the cool awesome place in Marouge, louisiana some of you that listen in regularly know that Stephanie and I are in this massive transition in life. We won't get into that topic on this podcast, but we are staying in a house here on this camp facility, and we've been blessed this month to be part of King's Camp. It's a month-long high school, or well, grade school, high school camp, and we're just finishing up camp, and this last week of high school students, Oliver has come by way of invitation of the camp, one of the camp co-directors, John Ellender, his good brother and yes. arms and friend, yes, yes. and Oliver's been doing some speaking and ministering in the night meetings, and we've been yeah, we just been having a great time for sure. So Oliver, welcome. Thank you for having me to the show. So tell us, tell <laughs> tell everybody about you. Give give us some Oliver so, information.
1: Oliver information. So simple rundown. I was born right outside of New Orleans, and I moved to Covington, Louisiana, and uh, I. That's a
0: throbbing metropolis of how many people?
1: Oh, I have no idea. Twelve. <laughs> no. Probably, I'd say no. a little, maybe like, I'd say probably greater than 12 people in Covington. And it's... No, um, I'm joking.
0: Yeah, it's... Not a big place.
1: Yeah, and it, it's definitely an interesting environment. And there's a, a lot of uh, Catholic influence, just cultural Catholic environment. And um,
0: yeah, I mean, I just by, grew up by in By the way, sidebar, you know, I've never spent any time in Louisiana at all. Yes. And I mean, it makes sense. if I go through my American <laughs> history... It's strong Catholic influence. Oh, for sure, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, just in the founding fathers, yeah. and like the influence in America is definitely, it's definitely present. You know, there's yeah. a, what's known as the Bible Belt. That's like the right. middle of the that's where the country yeah. is. Literally, exactly. just Jesus is in these lands, yeah, and cool. it's just awesome. That's and cool. yeah. And so I grew up in Southern Louisiana, and um. I experienced Jesus whenever I was going into my junior year of high school and I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew that Jesus was the source and summit of life.
0: (laughs) And then... Yeah, that's a cool discovery.
1: Oh, for sure. It was wild. It's a game changer. Oh, it... Became the only game to play. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And then after that, it's my life has been a, a constant seeking after truth, trying to figure it out, trying to know and love as best I can. And that led me to study theology at a uh, Franciscan oh, university. Okay. I mean, study theology, take that lightly. I still know so, so little. And the more I say that I study, air quotes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, The more I study, the more I realize I don't know stuff. (laughs) But yeah.
0: I think that's all our journeys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so then I just, uh, just this past spring, I graduated from Franciscan university and next year I will be studying up there some more, getting my master's in theology and trying to understand and grow even more. And definitely just, Grow in understanding and, and definitely, you know, building my faith through proper understanding and, and building just a network of, I don't know. I say like philosophical mm. and, um, psychological mm. expressions of the reality of, you know, maybe sin and then truth and just the experience of mm. Jesus and what that actually his influence actually does for the human person. And it's just incredibly engaging. Okay,
0: I want to stop it right there. We're going to, we're going to put a pin in something cause I, I want to just do a little bit of background. I want to come back to that statement, the experience of Jesus and what he does in the human experience. Ooh, that, that's spicy. That's, yeah, that's going to be, I'm feeling the direction coming. Okay. So, um, you're going to do a master's in, Theology, theology, yes. Okay, and so you got two years of that. Two years, all right. Yes. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about Kings Camp because it is a really cool place, and I think what I what I want to dive into a little bit is I think your experience here has been pretty impactful, for sure. And I'd like for you to share what that looks like and why. And yeah,
1: Kings Camp, very unique environment. Mm. So I mean the the camp is set up that each week is a different age group. In this week that we're currently almost concluding is the group of high schoolers, and so this is the only week that I've actually been out here, and I have experienced a completely new environment. There are an incredible, incredible amount of people here who are so open and ready. For God, mm,
0: that's, I mean, that's what I wanted to hit on. That's what I think has been impactful. Yeah, it's unreal, and, and there's just people with
1: all different sorts of belief mm. systems, but you know what they have found Jesus in, or denominations, or whatever. But it, at the end of the day, it really has shown that it doesn't matter. <laughs> but the reality of the body of Christ in this place at this camp. And these high school kids has been dramatically Mm, visible.
0: That is so cool.
1: And I mean, I've had the opportunity to talk and, you know, I've been guided by so many people here, Mm. (laughs) including you. (laughs) And Mm. it's just, it's just been incredible to see the fruits so clearly. And Mm. I mean, I've given talks and, and tried to help people along the way in different retreat settings, but here completely new day one or i guess yeah so day one i talked and then that night immediately kids were coming up and say oh my gosh i'm so excited for you to be here like mm. i really feel this that whatever and it's just immediate immediate fruits mm. visible and i it's rare to experience something yeah so clear yeah in this environment at king's camp here in marouge louisiana is yeah. It's incredibly beautiful, and it's extraordinarily unique.
0: That's cool. So that's a little call out. Who knows, maybe through this podcast, somebody will listen. Somebody will know somebody who knows somebody. But if you got kids and they're looking for a summer experience during the month of June, Mer Rouge, Louisiana, King's Camp is definitely the place to be. So you can Google that and find. That's my little little promote free promotion. For kids can. So for So sure. let's, uh, let's move on. So, uh, let's go back to that pin we put in, uh, the, the experience of Jesus and the impact on the human condition, the human, uh, yeah. you know, I think, I mean, if I was to ask you, where's your passion?
1: My passion?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'd say, I'd say my, my passion is, um, pursuing and, and living in, freedom yeah I'd say just the experience of freedom and, and yeah. yeah 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 I mean so this, <laughs> this let's, is definitely let's keep talking about that so <laughs> I mean
0: okay one of the, the kind of the the pursuit that has happened this week with these high school kids is along those lines oh for sure all right so it's it's trying to shepherd them into a place uh with the lord to where they can like like what? Like taste and see the Lord is good. For sure. And you come in any time here. Help me, you know, <laughs> bring yourself to a place. We've been talking a lot about surrender. Yes. About giving to God the for things. Sure. Talk about that cuz I like I like I've been liking some of the things I've been hearing you say and your your articulation of it is really fresh and I sure. like it. So just yeah, <laughs> go for it.
1: It might be fresh just because I don't know what I'm talking about. No. It's <laughs> no, like, yeah, we've no. never heard anybody say it like that. It's like, well, maybe because I'm just trying to figure it out. No, no. <laughs> I think there's more than that. But Yeah, I mean, definitely like the verse that we've been pursuing this week is understanding in um, John fourteen eighteen. Mm. It's just, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And... The direction that that has been taken, uh, taking us is that, you know, first recognizing that Jesus calls us orphans with an assumption, <laughs> a judgment on us, and then it's like, are we orphans? And it's so easy to think and try to ponder, mm. like, no. <laughs> it's like, I'm not an orphan, meh, meh, meh. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. I've but, got this. I'm yeah, okay. It's like, I can do it myself. Like, I yeah. think I... I think I'm smart enough, but then really realizing that, you know, we are orphans and spiritual orphans has been a a phrase that you had thrown around. Mm. And I, I really love that. And there's so many ways that we knowingly or unknowingly make ourselves spiritual orphans and distance ourselves from the truth. And we tell ourselves lies like nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. Mm. You know, I have no friends. I'm not worthy. I'm not good. And then Jesus says, I will come to you. Mm. And in my story, I, you know, didn't at the beginning, it's like, I don't really, I didn't know if Jesus was real, if he was an actual person, if he actually came the concept of God. It's like, I I don't know what that means, but mm. it's like, he says he will come and it's like, is he going to do it? I don't know. <laughs> but then he does it. And this week we've been pursuing that vigorously. It's like, yeah, It's like Jesus says he will come. He says he's our father. Does he actually come to us? Mm. And throughout this week, it's been so clear that he does. And then from that, just walking into a place, it's like whenever he does come, whenever we do realize that he, kept his promise to mm. us. How do we respond? Mm. What do we do? Yeah. And realizing that you're orphans and asking yourself, why am I an orphan? Then offering that to God. Yeah. And then, you know, in offering that to God, there's so much freedom, yeah. you know? Cause yeah. if you give all of yourself to God, if you give every little piece, every disappointment, every yeah. let down, then, That's right. you know, if you give it to God and it's no longer something you're holding on to then mm. I mean if you if you have nothing then nobody yeah. can take anything from you. That's right.
0: <laughs> and so <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, let, man, there's so much here. I want to unpack so much of it. <laughs> um so you know the, the purpose of this time is to help. Is to help people that would listen. They will be on their journey with God and we don't ever make judgments on where people are. We just say you are where you are and God meets you in that place for sure. So one of the things that's just in my heart right now, as you're talking is just maybe to address the, I use this word often, the tension or the balance the balance is a less negative word. Tension's <laughs> got a little bit of negative. Nobody likes tension, but the balance between God coming and us responding. Oh yeah. Okay. So where we've come and what the way I understand it, and I think we've been fellowshipping a lot, me and Oliver off 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 air, and uh, it's like you just said it. God fulfills His promise. Oh, like yeah. God doesn't promise something and not do it. <laughs> I mean I told the kids a couple of nights ago it's like a fulfilled prophecy. It's like for when sure. when God speaks something, he will do it. And then like <laughs> when he does it, it's it's like it's like canonized. Oh for you sure. know, it's like it's yeah. a go to thing to where no doubt. Yeah. Guarantee yeah. he is there. Because <laughs> he said, I will come. And God doesn't yeah. say I will come and not come. Yeah. Okay, so that's God's side. But there's a lot of people out there that and we talked about this that feel skeptical yeah they feel disillusioned (laughs) for sure they feel jaded they feel disappointed like god wasn't there for me you know and you know this is not a counseling session we're not counselors we're just guys (laughs) like in love with jesus In our own journey,
1: yeah, just just trying
0: to hang out and share (laughs) our own process in a way that's life giving to other people. So, you know, to that we would just say, "God is still coming; He's still showing up." For sure, okay. So, for sure. Then our response, because this is this is the critical dynamic for me. It's like the it's like the when you it's like making a cake or something. You got to put the ingredients in, right? And you get a nice. If you leave an ingredient out, you don't get the cake. Yeah. So the ingredient is our response. For sure. Right. So we've been talking about open hands. Yes. Open hearts. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Literally open hands. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In my uh, in my testimony story, it was a literal. You know, doubting if God is real. And, you know, Mm. seeing people say, or hearing people say like, oh, Jesus is so good. He's the, you know, source and summit. He's the greatest. Oh my gosh. I love him so, so much. And I'm just like, that sounds cool, I guess. And then it's like, I don't know if I believe you because I've never experienced that. And, you know, just, it sounds like, it sounds just like a bunch of lies, you know, Mm. just it's. The reality of what that says, like, oh, my gosh, eternal life, new life, authentic love, authentic happiness. I mean, in life, it's so easy to see misery. <laughs> and right. whenever you're looking at darkness, you know, it's like the valley of death is a, a deep, deep Hell
0: yeah. valley.
1: No. <laughs> and so it's like...
0: Not a good you, place to spend a lot of time... Oh, my gosh. Peering into... Yeah, it's like... yeah.
1: I mean, just day in, day out. It's like, if you have a bad hair day, like somebody cuts you off in traffic, whoo, oh, like oh, yeah. it's going to be even worse. You oh, know, it's well. like yeah. the bad compounds on each other. And then, you know, you're left in a, a a world that's just so, so depressing. Yeah. But then hearing stuff like this podcast, <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, I hope and pray that whoever hears this podcast, like maybe piques a little curiosity Right. as to if are you experiencing yeah. that
0: <laughs> you know so, like is it real <laughs> i'm just having this thought just kind of like on the fly uh in in this response process is it is it accurate to say that so many people think they have to be like all in up front <laughs> you know you know what i mean hmm. like get it right like have the perfect confession The perfect faith response to where it's you're like all in. Mm, Oh my gosh! No. Well, (laughs) to some degree, like people think that. Yeah. They think if I, you know, it's like I got to be all or nothing. God, I got to get it right. (laughs) But your testimony is like you're you're at this retreat, and all these dudes are saying this stuff, and you're just like, yeah, I don't know, Lord, you know. And the guy challenges you, like, just open your hands. Yeah. Like, physically.
1: Yeah. Literally.
0: Open your hands. Stand up. Imagine
1: a disappointment in your hands. You know, imagine something in your hands that you want to offer God that you don't want anymore. Yeah. And then hold it in your hands and and realize that you've been holding on to whatever that is for a long time. (laughs) Maybe think about how it's disappointing to you. And then physically, literally open up your hands and let God take it from you. And, you know, if God does love you in like, if you are doubting and he is the God of light, then why would this dark thing not just be completely absorbed by him? Mm. And translated, he'll take it. Yeah. He's going to take it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. He's going to take it.
1: And I'd say just to that, you know, expressions like, am I doing it right? Am I holding my hands the right way? It's like, I wish this was a video instead of a podcast so I can see exactly how he's <laughs> holding his hands. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, no, like you're missing the point. God doesn't care about that. What he cares about is you and your heart and your soul. It's oh, like, oh man, I he love created that. the universe. I don't think he cares about, you know, if your wrists are angled in a certain way or how, how, high your elbows (laughs) like you know it's like he doesn't care he wants you it's Mm. like god loves all of his children and it's so easy to forget like we are his children he adopts us into his family Mm. he created us for a reason and he just wants you to love him Mm. and experience life i mean i I don't know just like in life it's so easy like imagine like family or friends or whatever and like if you see someone struggling that you care about, it hurts to see that. Yeah. And just imagine, (laughs) for a second, the God of the universe, creator of all things, who created and said, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good, and then watches something bad happen to you. Mm. I, I think he wants you to be happy. And in my experience, just realizing that i am unhappy and trying yeah in whatever way to give that to him uh, he rejoices
0: wow. <laughs> okay so how old are you oliver
1: i am 22
0: years old okay so guys this is some pretty deep wisdom from a 22 year old practically wanna, a child wannabe theologian philosopher <laughs> no i'm joking but wannabe for it, sure it's so beautiful <laughs> it's so it's so simple You know, I I don't know if this is a random connection or not, but I'm just thinking along the lines of this guy that Jesus comes to who's blind, right? And he lays his hands on him and I I get all my miracles mixed up, but it's not the one (laughs) with the mud, but it's just, he prays for him and the guy starts seeing like images. Yeah. it's all he can see is like shadows. He's like, I see, I see something, you know? And so Jesus prays again, (laughs) you know? And then, so it's like this progressive miracle that's happening. Mm. Jesus is not really intimidated by it. He's For like, sure. I know I can do this, but I got this. But it's, I think he's giving us some insight into process. Oh, yes. For sure. You know, your testimony is quite dramatic in that, in that one night, literally, a <laughs> time period of a few hours there. But it, it was this progressive process, you know. And I think people really need to be encouraged in the process. For sure of surrender release uh you made a statement uh, we were hanging out in another room now getting ready for the podcast and you made something along these lines you know why what is so hard why is it so hard for people to release the very one thing that they hate holding on to the most <laughs> why are we like that
1: um well it's probably because we forget that there's something better to hold on to right, right. <laughs> there's something a little bit more sturdy yeah
0: yeah, or, or we've convinced ourselves that it does. It's not there, for sure, or or whatever. <laughs> we have some weird, demented, psychotic yeah. relationship with our pain. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm joking. Okay, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. We've all got our pain. Oh yeah, I had my pain. It was deep, but it's just when when you taste freedom, for sure, and you realize how good freedom is, you're like, I will gladly give the pain yeah. to get the freedom, for sure. You know, yeah, so I don't know if, if you want to add anything with that or not, but oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, even the most holy people that I've ever met, it's like they're probably like they're still holding on to something, like <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> well, I'm 56, I'm still holding on <laughs> to some things, you know, yeah, I mean, there's still stuff, like, it's never like, how dare he say that, that like this person has a problem, like, I have a problem, like. Yeah. We're not talking about you, it's probably a reflection of ourselves as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like I, you know, insecure about my hair and so I wear a hat all the time. It's like why can't I let this go? It's like I don't know. Like oh, it's like there's there's bigger problems that, that like, you know, it's like I really would rather, you know, my deep insecurities of my longing for friendship, my longing for happiness be fulfilled before I start to try to figure out this whole insecurity about my hair, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's like, I want to, you know, try to take the log out of my eye (laughs) first, you know, like, it's like, start with the big stuff and, you know, realizing that. And definitely like, I hope that there's, I hope and pray that there's a sort of mercy and a grace that, these words come to you listeners with, you know, and that,
0: you know, I hope that we don't sound ignorant to your, (laughs) your struggles. Honestly, I'm listening to you talk and I'm so encouraged because it's just so pure and simple, you know, it's not complicated, you know, responding. Well, God's response to us is not complicated. (laughs) What I mean by complicated is that, you know, the situation, if we can back up and kind of look at the meta narrative, like the mega history of the human race, you know, is it's complex. It's all messed up. And, but God, God just bores in. So in such simplicity and says, I'm just going to come right in here. I'm just going to solve the problem for sure. And he's so intentional. His love, he is love. And he's rescuing us out of love. He's coming to us with a response to our problems, whether that be the cosmic problem of the sin of humanity on a massive universal <laughs> scale, or it comes to dun, Cliff. Dun, yeah. Dun, dah, dah. <laughs> or it comes to Cliff or Oliver yeah. at their little micro worlds that to many people seems very insignificant. For sure. Very small. Yeah. But to us it's huge. Yeah. You know? And he comes with love. He comes with mm. penetrating love, saying, I see you, I know you, I'm here to meet your need. 100%. And we respond. Yeah. You know? And that's where the magic happens, you know, if we can put it that way. that It's, it's a <laughs> transactional relationship. You yes. know, it's not religious, perfunctory... Like you say, you were joking about holding your hands the right way, but you know the holding your hands the right way translates into lots of religious activity. Oh yeah, that people busy themselves with, and I'm not slamming anybody's tradition and their way yeah. that they connect to God. I'm not judging that, but I, you said it perfectly earlier: the heart, the the deep place. You know, if we respond from the heart. You know, yeah, like God said in Samuel when uh, when Samuel was there to anoint David, he said, "You know, God doesn't look at the external; <laughs> He judges by the heart. He looks yeah. at the heart for sure." And so, engaging the heart at a heart level. Um. I don't know. Are there comments about that? Do we have any divine wisdom, <laughs> infinite wisdom to help the listener yeah. know how to just dive into that place of the heart? Oh man. I
1: mean Yeah, I mean, like how you'd said it, it's like it's not complex, yeah. but it's like, oh, you could say it's not complex, but why is it the hardest thing that I've ever tried to do? Mm. Is confront my suffering. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. um, well, you know, it's like God cares for you and like I'd say I mean the an analogy that I I like to use in in trying to understand what real love looks like is you know just God having this feast for you he has like all of this food and he wants you to be able to eat every one of the million appetizers Mm. and the you know (laughs) all of the Mm infinite Andy entrees and all of that and, <laughs> and oh man he's got all of the angels hairs yeah. pasta like <laughs> like literally like all of it like, yeah, he, like he's that yeah that's kind of fun yeah. <laughs> he's literally got all of this food this bountiful feast and he's waiting trying to give it to you but the reality is we're starving <laughs> and if we were to eat a ton you know it's like the analogy is like if someone's starving and you feed them too much, like they're going to die because their stomach expands mm. so much because they can't handle it and yeah. then they die. And God knows that, and so what does he do? Bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not bite-sized pieces that are just like, you know, M&Ms. It's like bite-sized pieces of deep sustenance. Like he's mm. giving you exactly what you need. You know, he's giving you the source you know he's giving you his heart it's mm. not like oh he's just giving me a good time what right. he's giving is part of the infinite he's showing you what authentic life is yeah authentic love and mercy mm. i think it's so like it's ridiculous how often the mercy of god has forgotten yeah. you know it's like we could say love and love and love and in I mean, I, I had heard that a bunch, but it's like, what does that mercy look like mm. in a merciful love? Yeah. You know, it's it's easy if you, you know, get in your head, it's like Old Testament stuff, the wrath of God, you know, right. coming down and fire burning. You know, it's like, yeah, this is the fierce God who's come to slay the wicked, you know, it's. Yeah but then Jesus comes and how he heals. It's, it's merciful. Yes, It's gentle. It's peaceful. Yeah. And that love, whenever you offer your heart, like if you offer your heart to somebody, like if you, I don't know if you ask out a girl or whatever and she's like, no, I hate you. You're ugly. And just totally (laughs) like beats you up. It's like, that's not merciful. (laughs) Like that is not (laughs) like, that is not at all. What has happened whenever, you know, I offered my heart to God. It was a merciful and gentle, tender, mm, caring, yeah. That was particular yeah. and personal. And it was only for me. You know, it's like he created me. He knows how to love me, Oliver. And I mean my experience can really only be mine. Yeah. And for anyone and everyone who listens. The same is true for you.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. That's I mean, right. Is that some wow. <laughs> some wisdom? That, yeah. Guys, I don't know. Dude, that, I'm trying. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think some people are encouraged at this stage in the episode. If you're not, I think your encouragers broke. Uh but <laughs> yeah, this is so good. This is this is real. This is this is uh, Oliver Live. He's talking some really good stuff here. You know, um The reality of the encounter with the living God, you know, it's there is you. It will change you. It will it will transform your life. That's what we're all about. It is about the real Mm. essence. Jesus changes lives. Yeah, he transforms. He heals. He delivers. He comforts. He Mm. he edifies. He rebukes. He prunes. (laughs) He. He's so, I love that analogy of the gazillion things on the buffet, but he's not just going to cut us loose to gorge ourselves (laughs) because we don't know. For sure. And as you were sharing that, you know, the scripture of Jesus is the good shepherd. That's something the Lord's really stepped me through in the last couple of years is just how how sweet he is to shepherd my heart, Mm. you know? And he knows when I need pasta and when I need meat and when I need something sweet and when I need carbs, you know, he just knows how to feed me. And I love what you said. It's unique. It's personal. My journey is not your journey. Your journey is not my journey. Even God's process with us is unique. It's Mm tailor-made. And that just, you know, that just reflects the heart of a father you know i think yeah. you know you're not a father yet you're gonna be a great father by the way oh thank you yeah it's <laughs> gonna happen and you're gonna be a good one and but i just think <laughs> of my own kids they're just all three so crazy different and i just i have to walk with each of them uniquely according mm-hmm. to their need according to where they are in in my role as father uh and just point them to the Lord and and ensure them that God is that that personal with them as well. Oh yeah, you know, I think this is a highly encouraging message for, for people.
1: Sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure, it is me. So wow. I'm encouraged. Um, so. Yeah. So you're you're yeah. You're going to go back to university. You're going to do a master's. You have I am. Been, you've been uh, asked, invited, yes. hired as a job to yeah. lead sort of. a campus ministry <laughs> to men. I have. Yes, yes. college men. Oh, yes. Yeah. The distinguished university students. Yes. So mm. Oliver's got his work cut out for him. Not only is he going to be studying a lot, he's also going to be pouring into uh, young men who are at critical stages in life. For sure. You know, uh, uh, tran- uh, formative stages, lots of questions, lots of hormones, lots of mm. testosterone, yes, lots, of, yes, yes. lots of lots of everything. And so uh, we want to invite all the people that listen to Pray for Oliver. Oh, Please do. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, and for him to have wisdom and know how to connect with guys and I just know it's going to be a really fruitful time. Oh. And blessed. Um
1: I I'm you know. so looking forward to it. <laughs> right, cool. That's cool.
0: So I don't know if yeah. you have any closing words, encouragement, thoughts you want to give. Yeah,
1: I mean I don't know. I'd say um god is faithful Mm. and you know whether you don't believe if you do believe if you doubt if you are on top of the world or if you are you know experiencing the lowest of lows i'd say that god never abandons his children and you (laughs) listener and us here (laughs) yeah As we were created, we are in the mind of God. God has always been and always will be. And he created you and me. Mm -hmm. And there's not a moment that God isn't trying to love us. And it's Mm -hmm. just a matter of opening our hands and saying, God, take away my sorrows Mm -hmm. and help me. And, just don't, just don't forget that he loves you, mm. and I, and I just pray for you. Like I'll be praying for these yeah. listeners. Like God has so much love to give, yeah. And I pray that you experience mm. just a little, Amen. Tiny, tiny taste, and then yeah. after that, whoo.
0: Yeah. So just Oliver, <laughs> wait. Oliver's <laughs> been sharing with the kids. I know one night he shared with them that God's not going to stop. He can't. It's, it's like he can't deny his nature. He can't, <laughs> he can't be something he's not. I love the saying I learned from one of my favorite uh, guys I read. He says, God does what he does because of who he is. Yes. And God only God can do what he does <laughs> Yeah, because only God is who he is. So yeah. the, God is love, so God can't. Not love, yeah. It's impossible, yeah. And because God is love, only God is love, yeah. I'm not love, you know. (laughs) We can try. I I love because I've been loved, yeah. And I love with the love of God. It's not my love. It's impossible. And so when we when we just dig into the reality of who God is, that He wants to actually pour His love. I mean, the Scripture says so much that Romans five that He has shed His love abroad in our hearts. So, we can love as he loves, but just remember, God is love, he's going to keep loving and keep loving, He's never not loved you, he never will stop loving you, yeah. he can't stop loving you, and he's not going to stop, yeah, so our response is, stop running, <laughs> stop trying to avoid God's love, yeah, and just enter in and enjoy it for sure, yeah, so that's our message, and um. Yeah, this has been a really encouraging episode. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, this has been good. Yeah.
1: Thank you for this opportunity.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So Oliver, as he said, is a 22-year-old young man. I've had the blessing to be around a, a few of these young fellas in the last couple of weeks, some good friends of his that are here at the camp and others that are counselors to these kids. And I was sharing with them last night, guys, uh, if you're older, if you're moving in the older generation like me and maybe even older than me, you know, we should be encouraged that there is a generation of guys and girls that are running after God with all their hearts. And I think, You know, one of the things that happens, I talk a lot about it on the show, I I believe in generations, I believe God's a generational God, and I think one of the things, anybody that really cares about God, cares about the things of God, cares about the future of the kingdom in the earth, has a burden and a desire to have peace of mind that there are some people coming after them that are going to steward the purposes of God in the earth Oh, yeah. And so I have been very encouraged through Oliver, yeah. John, Austin, I'm trying to get John and Austin on the show. We might get that done by the end of this week. Uh, but you know, for the listeners, you know, if you're part of that generation, be encouraged. You know, just go for God. Go for all sure. out for God. For it's sure. worth it. Yeah. That's what I decided in my 20s when I met the Lord. I met I met the Lord when I was 22 and I was all in. <laughs> i've never come out yeah i'm all in i'm gonna go crazy for jesus until yeah. i can't do it anymore
1: i mean once you once you taste <laughs> once you taste the fruit yeah you know once you taste the yeah. life nothing else so can
0: jesus clinch. is a pretty good addiction to have yeah yeah god is god is really worth being addicted to <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean it's the the only healthy addiction
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> All right, Oliver, thanks so much for for being on the show. And to all you guys out there, be strong, courageous, love Jesus more. Yes. See you next time.